Welcome back, everybody, as we yeah. awkwardly get back into this thing. Um, this is Rachel's Never Seen. I'm Drew. This is this, Rachel. That's my beautiful, beautiful Rachel over there. And uh, I'm showing her a bunch of movies she's never seen before, which is kind of all the movies. <laughs> so, that's fine. Last week we had a good week. We watched Airplane. Yes. Uh, it's got the highest rating that you've given out so far. Yep. So I decided this time around that I was going to stick in the comedy realm and went with the 1975 classic, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yes. I had seen, so I have a, my best friend from high school, her family was all really into Monty Python. And I feel like I'd seen bits of pieces of different movies, whether it was this movie, they have more they movies. They have several movies, and they also had, a, obviously, a, a uh, sketch show okay, for several see, years. I went into this movie thinking it would be a sketch movie, like, that there wouldn't be a plot, and, well, when you get to the end, there isn't much of a plot, but <laughs> mm, that's a different thing. Um, so, I expected that, and I, you know, I think when I was dating a guy, he tried to get me to watch this and I'm pretty sure I fell asleep because there are bits and pieces of like the first half I remember, but I certainly don't remember the last half of the movie. <laughs> the second half of the movie yeah. is totally different. Yeah. Well, that's good. It's still, that sounds like in the end it was still a new experience. Yes, it was absolutely way, still a new experience. All the way around. Yes. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's get into it. Monty Python and the Holy Grail, 1975. What, uh, what are your notes and what did you think? Um... I I don't know. I'm torn with this movie because I really wanted to like it, but I didn't like it as much as I felt like I should have liked it. Okay. Um, and maybe I'll try and figure out why later in the video. <laughs> but start off with my notes. So I started out with the credits, and those were just ridiculous. They're I feel so like just half the people in there were made up. Or, like, real people who had absolutely nothing to do with the movie Richard Nixon or whatever. <laughs> I feel like I remember seeing his name in there. Um, and not counting Moose and Llama, which sounds like a knockoff of Moose and Squirrel. <laughs> Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah, Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah. So, it, it was a promising start. The credits amused me. Um, then, let's see. We got to the castle with the bird watching men apparently they don't do anything at that castle except for bird watch because they seem to know an absurd amount of information information about swallows about swallows no, i had no. no idea there were so many different types of swallows even <laughs> and this one we're really only dealing with the african right, and the european oh, swallows i, I was gonna say eastern but no, yes yes so yeah and, and i i I love that the movie opens up like so. First, you get that obviously hilarious gag of the coconuts, the which is well, you know, world-renowned gag. Everybody I knows have about. Known, I have no idea yeah. know about that. I knew right, that. everybody knows that gag, um, which really sets you up right out of the gate as to what the absurdity that right, this what movie to expect. is going. Because yeah, it opens up very you know like a, a medieval kind of film. It's yeah. smoke and everything, and all of a sudden there's coconuts banging them together this man writing and it doesn't look like he's doing anything but the entire argument over whether and like how they got Where the coconut do you find this coconut <laughs> yeah is what ridden on a horse yes you're using coconuts what you've got two empty halves of coconut and you're banging them together so we have ridden since the snows of winter covered this land 
through the kingdom of Mercia, through... Where'd you get the coconuts? We found them. Found them? In Mercia, the coconut's tropical. What do you mean? Well, this is a temperate zone. The swallow may fly south with the sun, or the house martin or the plover may seek warmer climes in winter, yet these are not strangers to our land. Are you suggesting coconuts migrate? Not at all. They could be carried. What? A swallow carrying a coconut? It could grip it by the husk. It's not a question of where he grips it. It's a simple question of weight ratios. A five-ounce bird could not carry a one-pound coconut. It's probably one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie, and it's right out of the gate, and it's so funny because it's so absurd. Yes, it oh. is completely <laughs> absurd. Um... And the absurdity of the guy getting all his limbs cut off. That honestly kind of grossed me out a bit. We've talked about how I don't like gore don't like or violence. Gore. And, and like felt... this was farcical gore. Yeah. It was farcical gore, but it still got me. Like I was like, oh, oh yeah. that's still cool. a little much. Yeah, it was yeah. still a little much for me. So I imagine it, to me, I imagine I remember seeing you flinch when the very when the black knight kills the first knight he's fighting. Well, yeah, because it went through his eyeballs right. and, and the blood said... was like, oh, and I was like, oh, I'm pretty but sure I, I feel audibly like, went. Bleh. Yeah, I think so too. And I think when they started hacking the limbs off is when it really becomes absurd and it's the, the, the gore factor begins to drop a bit because it's just kind of like, okay. Well, there's no way like, this is right. happening. Like, exactly. And, 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 and it's with very little effort that the limbs are being severed. Like, yes. you watch it. It's, a, it's like these delicate touches or brushes with the sword and there goes the limb. Yeah, and you, yeah, you no. can definitely tell that the guy is in a shirt with his right. arms at his side. It's like, I know it's not realistic at any rate, but it still kind of grossed me out. Still got you a little bit. Still got me grossed out a little right, bit. Right. And uh, you're definitely not going to be able to bite through that helmet. I don't know what he's thinking. How He's, he's got this <laughs> g- massively inflated sense of self-confidence because there's no way. He's, it covers your whole face, man. <laughs> you can't bite him through man, that. Man, the guy, the guy just, he's a, he's a fighter to the end. He is. And it's not like he can take his helmet off because he doesn't have... Arms. No, no, he's in trouble. He's in trouble. He's in serious trouble. Yeah, hate to see, uh, hate to be the guy that stumbles across that. Uh, um, so the animations with the monks hitting their head—they yes. didn't have anything to do with the story. They were just kind of like a segue. Just like this segue thing of, of once again the absurdity of of well, what they did. one of the monks. Not the animated part, right? But one of the ones. live part, he could not hit on time. He was off. He was either too early or too soon, and that was all I could focus on. <laughs> Took me right out of the joke. They did. <laughs> I was like, dude, you're so uncoordinated. <laughs> I'm not. It was Get every. On point, it was sir. every time too. Like, and he noticed it. And the the first time, he'd be like too soon. Like you'd see him bang, and then all the others would bang, and then he's, he's like, tried. oh wait. And then all the others would bang, and he'd bang. It's like he's trying. I know he's, he's trying, trying so hard. I, I, I'm maybe, doing better maybe, than I could. Maybe he's had one too many hits to the head. He could be. Oh, could be oh, a little. Concussed. I never even considered that. And I'm he's sorry. and he's just all kinds of in, uh, in trouble. He, they had to redo it so many times because right? he kept messing it up, and mm-hmm. then he just got more and more. Off. And then they just went, "Well, this wasn't supposed to be part of the joke, but the hell, it's going to be part of it now." <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> And then they're testing the bird and the coconut. That's, that's, it's a subtle, <laughs> great joke. And there were, so when we watched Airplane, I liked it because the jokes were simple. 
And even though some of the jokes were repeated throughout the movie, I said they never really got stale. I did not feel the same way about this one. Yeah. Um, I do feel like some of the jokes got stale. Mm -hmm. But some, like in this case, where the continuity of the bird, the absurdity of the bird and the coconut, <laughs> I it, it worked that time. But it's, it's, I guess, the same situation in a different way. You know what I mean? And not just repeating the same lines over again. Because I feel like there was a lot of that in this movie. Um, one of my favorite scenes is the argument Arthur has with the peasant, you know, over <laughs> over whether or not Arthur is actually king and ever and he has any, <laughs> you know, dominion over him. Yeah. And the guy is completely, you know, I, he's, I don't want to use the word radicalized, but... You know, he he is completely. He's far know, too educated yeah, for a simple for just a simple mud peasant. digger, yeah. whatever right? And that's doing. all they're collecting is filth. Yeah, like she I was, literally says, "There's some lovely filth over here." I was confused by that a little <laughs> just bit. I just filth. chalked it up to the, the <laughs> things that don't make sense that contribute to the ridiculous. The ridiculous, of of, yeah, 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 yeah. Strange women lying in ponds, distributing swords, is no basis for a system of government. Supreme executive power derives from a mandate from the masses, not from some farcical aquatic ceremony. Be quiet! Oh, but you can't expect to wield supreme executive power just because some watery tart threw a sword at you. Shut up! And throughout the movie, you still don't hear <laughs> him still, still carrying on about that. Of course, you have the bring out your dead sequence, which is pretty popular amongst people you know didn't do anything for me didn't do anything for you no i feel, i imagined when i think when we were watching i thought you might have felt bad for the guy i did was, that's exactly what happened the they guy who was like oh i him. feel fine i'm fine <laughs> no you'll be gone in a day or two <laughs> i feel happy i feel happy Ooh. oh thanks very much oh, <laughs> yeah, i didn't like that because of yeah I felt bad for the guy. And um, the entire witch trial, I think, is hilarious because it's just absurd. Like, the 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 leaps and jumps to conclusions yes, that they logic. make are just great. And see, I thought at first, whatever weird logic he was trying to use, is she a loaf of bread? Is she a duck? <laughs> I thought he was trying to save her. I thought yeah. by whatever crazy logic, he was trying to wheel her out. Wheel her out of trouble. Yeah. That's not a saying. <laughs> It is now patent pending. Wheel her out of trouble. <laughs> Whatever. I thought he was trying to convince them she was not a witch, and right. then it turns out he just made them no. He confirmed their belief. Out, Here is the trial. Yeah. This is the way we'll find out. With their lopsided scales. Quite frankly, Bedivere's an idiot. <laughs> he really is. He's he's quite loyal. His heart is generally in the right place. But he's an idiot. Yeah. He also had the grand plan of leaping out of the rabbit while not being in the rabbit <laughs> that they sent into the French oh, castle. Oh, and we wait in the night. <laughs> it is a silly place. Oh, As was Camelot. One, that was one of my favorite quotes from the whole, well, the whole... movie. And I want to cross-stitch that and hang it up in our house because we're a silly place. <laughs> Maybe that's what we'll actually name our house now is Camelot. It's Camelot. We'll name it Camelot. Everyone will think it's this noble thing, no, you know. And then right under it will say, tis a silly place. Tis a silly place. That's what we'll name our... I think that's... That's the first. I've been trying to come up with a name for our house. Really? You know, other people they they name their estates and stuff like that. I wanted to come up with a fun name for our house. Right now, I got Camelot 
under in small letters, tis a silly place. Tis a silly place. I think I like is it. in the is the leader in the clubhouse right now. I did particularly love this song. I'm I always great. love a good song and dance, it's and so great. I really enjoyed that. And you listen, and, and what's really fun is it's sometimes it's tough to hear the lyrics because of the the British accents that they're singing, and then all the sound effects going on as well, but seeing the closed captioning and seeing the lyrics like even i saw like lyrics i had not understood before i was like this song is truly great <laughs> it is so ridiculous it's fun it was it was a lot of fun that and may always, have been my favorite scene and i love the always love the cutaway to the prisoner what else you going to do you can, <laughs> you can have a good time or you can stay miserable like, poor guy just in the dungeon <laughs> Yeah, and then the guy, there's a scene with someone fishing. I think it was the scene where they're walking somewhere and the guy's still carrying on about different types of government. And and somebody's guy, fishing. The, the or is, he's got just banging a stick in the water. He's and just the closest, bashing the water. The closest thing I could come up with was he was just trying to fish. Uh, maybe. Maybe that was just the way he was going to fish, was he was going to just bludgeon a bludgeon fish to a death. Fish. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. Don't, I, if anyone has any better ideas, I'd love to hear them. Because I really want to know what he was doing. Those poor animals. I have that written down. Those poor animals. That they were catapulting. Oh my God. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> care for that. The French castle. Yeah, I didn't yeah. care for that. Although the French guys, I really did like his barrage of insults. <laughs> they got, I love those. I really want to start using some. I don't remember. Oh. I, of course, remember the famous one is your mother was a, a hamster, hamster and your father yes. smelt of elderberries. I'd, yes. Is that it? It's that, or it's it's vice versa, but well, it's close enough. Close enough. I knew close that enough. one, but the rest I, I of don't. Them, I, I'm just trying to think of it myself too. I was like, is that right? Is it vice versa with the parents? I don't know. I don't know. I don't Either know. way, you're close enough. Um, Circle will get the square on that one. You're good. Yeah. When the historian, the story uh, when they got killed, sliced. When they killed the it, historian, it, it just seemed. Uh, well, now that I watching the whole movie through. <laughs> it's said the view I'm like, why'd they do this? This is pointless. They didn't need to do this. And now I see that was I guess the plot of the whole movie. That was the, that was their escape of the movie. Yeah. Like we'll just have this death investigation. And see, that to me that just doesn't seem very clever to me. I don't know. Maybe no, that's no. my problem. With I think it. there's a lot of people who are frustrated with the end of the movie. There's people who love it that it's like, oh ha, they didn't actually get it and all this and it's and and I think there's still a lot of people who are very frustrated with that part well, of the movie. Well, count me in that circle. Yeah, I remember I did the first not time like I it. watched, that was the same way. I was like, "What the hell?" Like I thought, like the movie that I was wherever I was, I don't remember watching on Comedy Central or something else. That they just forgot edited the rest of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> they edited it out. Yeah, yeah, I didn't care for the ending. Yeah, I would really also like to know what exciting underwear means. Oh yeah, with the uh, zoot. Zoot and, and all the virgins. Yeah. This tale of Sir Galahad. I just, I, I, my, my mind went like ten different places. Like how, <laughs> how exciting is this underwear? And I'm not gonna get into that. Don't worry. Um, the knights that say knee, 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 knee. Join us, knee, knee, knee. Uh, they, they, they were fine. I like them a lot. Um, they're, they're generally a very popular gimmick and gag from this movie i like the most when they change to nonsense words oh yeah <laughs> uh but i'm gonna have to admit it's mostly because it sounds like me when i get excited <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 
That's my sound when Premier League's her, on. Yeah, that's, I get yeah. to see Rebecca Lowe. Yeah, that's it. Honestly, shout out to Rebecca Lowe of You're my uh, idol. NBC I love you. Sports and Premier League. The Swamp Prince. Ah, uh, yes, with the Swamp Castle. You, I, you, you're familiar with Mad TV. Yes, Mad TV, yeah. He looked... I feel like the Stuart character from Mad TV was based on the Swamp Prince. <laughs> Put ex- a comparison up right now, future Drew. Put it up there. Expect Let everybody see to this. To hear him say, look what I can do. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah it's, I'm, I'm running out of steam for this movie. And my next, okay. My next note actually says, I feel like it peaked early. Um... The, the dragon boat. I really love the dragon boat. Uh, I want a boat like that. It's kind of... I remember when I was younger and saw it, it kind of freaked me out. Like, as a yeah. kid. It, it looks really dark, and it looks like it's part of that world. Like, yeah. of a medieval, you know, fantastical world. Like, it's really kind of cool. The tattered sails and everything. Mm-hmm. You're not going anywhere in that boat. No. And no. I love the aesthetic of it when they had the wide mm-hmm. shot with the fog and the mist or whatever and the yeah. rocks. Like, I really like that aesthetic of it, I guess. And then the ending sucked. And that's all my notes. <laughs> the ending sucked. I hated it. It, it just, such... it just ended. It's, it's it, a cop out ending. It is absolutely literally, a cop out ah, ending. Literally a cop out ending. Oh, I get it. There it is. I get it. I get it. Uh, yeah, and I guess going back to what I feel like it peaks early, it just was like, okay, you're expecting something to happen and nothing yeah. happened. Nothing was resolved. Not that there was anything to like they be never resolved. Found, never found the grail. And you're not. It's you a holy even... grail. You're not expecting them necessarily to find it. Um, so they go and they think they find it, but they're tricked and they don't find it. And then find a way to tie that up, but they didn't. And it was just like, oh, hectic. Bye. I will, I will say this: it, it, it does seem like watching it back again, and it does seem lazy that they brought the French guys back. For the finale. Yeah. You know, and not coming up with something else for them to, that keeps them from getting the grail. Yeah. Uh, they went back to the French. Yeah. You know, the the, the French soldiers insulting them. Yeah, I, I do feel that was a little bit lazy in, in the end. I still love this movie. I think it's very clever. I think it's very funny. Um, as you said earlier, you like you were almost expecting kind of a sketch style thing. And if you really look at it and break it down it kind of plays guess, like sketches because yeah. it's very chapter almost episodic like true, oriented true. you know you you go from scene to scene and they all can virtually stand on their own as just a scene a sketch yes okay I um see that. and you can tell that from i mean just who they are like that's what they know this was their first movie that was a movie with a narrative storyline they oh, did okay. you had obviously the the sketch show that aired for five years or so on the bbc and then they did a their first film was essentially the best of their sketches and they just kind of redid them okay um and tried to do some sort of almost like an anthology thing like a loose connection between them yeah to make them kind of flow together but that's essentially what it was it was a way it was a means to introduce an american audience to them Okay. Um, because then PBS started airing their show in the 70s. PBS does that. They're good for British comedy. Oh, absolutely. And those British British comedies are, are, are a different breed, I guess. That's mm-hmm. why they're British comedies. They they're just are. kind of obscure and odd, and I don't know. 
I'm I they're, haven't watched too many of them. They are. They're they are um but they are kind of wonky on their own. Yeah, they are what I mean they it is there's a reason why people like say always say like you know this is a British comedy like it has its own style to it. There's a dryness to it. Yes, There's a wit to, to it. There is definitely a sophistication to their comedy. It doesn't mean it's smart. It doesn't mean that it's like overtly smart to people. There's plenty of dumb gags in this movie, it's, but just the implementation. The yeah, it makes <laughs> it takes a it takes a shit joke and makes it great because it's a British accent. Uh, so then it's Americans over exactly. Here. Those Yanks have no idea what, what we're doing when it comes to comedy. No. That is not We just true. hit each other and fall down. Three Stooges is, is classic, all right? I'm not doubting that. I'm not <laughs> saying that. Not saying that at all. But what's your overall rating for this film, baby? I think I, I, think I would give it a seven. Seven? It's around, I enjoyed it about as much as Die Hard. I laughed more. Mm-hmm. I, you're not laughing too much in <laughs> in Die Hard in yes. action movies as right. you were, but right. um, I think it's a seven. All right, it's not too bad. It's actually higher than I thought it was going to be, to be honest. I, and I, I, I felt know. you fading as the movie went on. I, I did feel that happening, um, but uh, and I feel like some of the lower the end jokes kind of got lost on you there because you were fading. And you know? they might have. Like I think the bridge keeper scene is fantastic when they have to answer the three questions and you know they ask Sir Galahad, you know, <laughs> "What's your favorite color?" He's like, "Blue." No, yeah, it's like you don't even know your favorite color, right? And so you're immediately cast into the pit. Um, and I felt like those didn't quite land where I thought they would land with you. And maybe they wouldn't have. Even if I you just, were into it, maybe I they wouldn't have. I think it was funny, I guess. I um, remember the blue and I remember yeah. that question. I just didn't think it was And maybe funny. not. But uh, I, I, like I said, I think it, I was surprised you ranked it as high as you did. Um, I thought it was going to be more in the six, five or six range. And at um, first, as in talking about it probably helped a little more. There were yeah. parts that I did really like. There were a handful mm-hmm. of spattering of scenes that I did enjoy, and that kind of talked myself back up because when we started recording, it probably was going to be a six. Yeah. Yeah. Got, got a, see, I can boosted scores here. <laughs> uh, question. I'm boosting scores. Which one's pink? Which one's Monty? Is there a Monty? No. No? Monty Python is the name of their group? Correct. Their ensemble. Yes. Their comedy unit. Correct. Like the Upright Citizens Brigade or Second City. You are are blanking hard. (laughs) Who, what was, what's his face? Kevin. Kevin Holt. Kevin. He was in an improv group. Are you talking about improv? I'm thinking of an the improv. Groundlings. I don't know. It's one. somewhere in Detroit, I thought. I don't it doesn't know. matter. I don't know. Kevin Holt. Anyway. can't even think of his real name. <laughs> Cosner. 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 Because it's almost Cosner. Like, yes. Kevin like, Cosner. Ke- Kevin Holt. More Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I can't stop references. talking about Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Hey, they started record or they started table reads the other day. Good. Yeah. Good. I can't wait for that show to come back. All right, folks. Well, there you have it. She picked a seven on this. She's got to show her plant off now because she decided she needs to put more plants in these. <laughs> I love plants. Just look how pretty it is. Look how many blooms it's going to have. One, two, three, four, five. Five. <laughs> not three. Five. Not five. That's right. This is an actual five, not three. <laughs> 
We're gonna be taking next week off due to Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. So, Stay yep. safe. Have have fun as safe as you can with Wear your uh, family and whatnot. And uh, we'll be back in with some holiday movies in December. We got some good ones lined up. You'll be surprised again at what she hasn't seen. <laughs> and she's a huge fan of Christmas, which just makes it even crazier. So we'll see you next time, and we'll try Bye. and do better.